The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. PlayStation. Two, three, four. I know what you're doing. I see it all too clear. I only taste the saline when I kiss away your tears. You really had me going. Wishing on a star. Hey, well, what's up, everybody? The black holes that surround you. Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 230. Beyond, 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 beyond. Beyond, beyond, beyond. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. I believed in your confusion. Only <laughs> me! I don't know what he goes there. You were so completely torn. It must have been that yesterday was the day that I was born. Mm-mm. Alongside Colin is nobody. Nobody. Uh, it's uh, it's been one of these empty nest situations the last few beyonds. I'm not a fan. Nest? That was yes. an awesome. That show. was a great show. Uh, that was well, a spinoff of the Golden Girls. Yes, Elliot. Somebody. What was his it? It was the doctor. Yeah, doctor. But he was Elliot. The character was Elliot. Uh, I don't remember the name. I think Elliot. he had daughters that lived with him, even though they're like thirty something years old for some reason. They yeah, were still yeah. With them. yeah, that was weird. But and that one dog. of them shoplift. Oh, this is really taxing. We were really young when that show was on. Yeah, even when it was on like syndication. Uh, Ryan Clements not here because it is GDC week. Clements is had a panel he had to go to. He ate a sandwich and then we played YouTube videos for like an hour and a half and then we came to do Beyond. Kind of missed our opportunity to podcast with Ryan. But Colin, you're back. I'm here. I haven't been here in like four months. Uh, I, feel like. I think it's been two weeks, but oh, sure, okay. four months. That sounds about right too. Um, where you been? Uh, Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Mass Effect, Effect Three in general. You reviewed it. Gave it a nine five. Yep. Good. It's, that means it's, good it's, on it the means IGN. It's a, a pretty good game on the uh, IGN. Yeah, it's excellent. Um. Yeah, it just took a long time to get through it. I had to do the review in progress. There was a whole lot of video components, the live stream, all those things. So I just I didn't have time. You know, you know, I was like totally stressed out. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, but it got all done. It's yeah. all done. We have that nice new review format that we're kind of fucking around with to see. Yeah. You know, what, if you haven't checked out the Mass yeah, Effect Three review, definitely. come to IGN.com, check it out. If you want to know more about what we're doing with that format, re- uh, listen to today's Game Scoop, whatever episode that was. I forget. But if you want to be part of Beyond, you have to email Beyond. At IGN.com. Just like Paul did. Paul says, does Greg hate Colin or does Colin like pain? All I hear is how my fellow East Coaster Colin has to review games that take forever. Like Skyrim. Mass Effect. You need to re- didn't review he, he didn't Skyrim. Skyrim. No. Mass Effect 3. And I think he means Reckoning. Yeah, I think he means Amor, yeah. Similar Paul, length. Paul wants to know what the hell's up with that. Why are you taking... Why, what, first off, no. I don't hate him. I, I, let Colin, I try to help Colin get to the games he wants to review. Yeah, um... No, I mean, I, I wanted to review Amalur, I wanted to review Mass Effect 3, I asked for both of those games. Um, they, just so ha- they just so happened to flank the Vita launch, and then GDC's right after Mass Effect, so I need a little time off, I think, after this. Yeah, uh, you can take a few weeks? Uh, no, I'm going to take a couple days, maybe, just to get my mind right. You going to go to, like, a cornfield or something? Yeah. That sounds fun. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Um, let's begin the show with what is, and forever will be, the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. 
How many? How many we got in the docket? There are today? twelve items on the docket. Twelve on the docket. A dozen. A dozen. One a more would be a baker's dozen. dozen. It would be. What is one 11? less? Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> not quite a dozen. No. Uh, number one. These are in no particular order. They're actually probably in the order that they happened, but maybe not. Okay. Uh, number one. From Software's head of R and D, Masanori Takeuchi. Say uh, that ten times fast. Am I right? Masanori Takeuchi. I think that's right. Confirm that Dark Souls quote isn't over yet. End quote. He went on to say that they're quote always been, or they've quote always been enamored by dark fantasy action RPGs. They've just been in the core DNA, and I think that we'll continue to utilize that. Um, and they discussed bringing it to other platforms like Vita and iOS and stuff like that. So we'll see what, what yeah, that would do well on Vita. But I think it probably would. I was, on the train today, I was a uh, GDC. I was taking the train into GDC. I was looking for something. I wanted either something short. Like, you know, a real quick experience or something I was already invested in that I could just pick up and go. And I was like, man, a, a good RPG would be good, right? Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, we have to wait for uh, Warrior's Lair, uh, whatever the hell yeah, that's uh, war- I, Yeah, Warrior's Lair, I hope it's good. And for Final Fantasy X, uh, it would be nice to get maybe a Wild Arms game or something on there. I don't know what Meaty Crate's doing right now. No. Um, I've been playing Plants vs. Zombies pretty much exclusively on the Vita. Yeah. Uh, just for the trophies. Uh, well, you like it, too. Oh, yeah. It's fan- absolutely fantastic. Uh, number two, Mass Effect 3 has shipped 3.5 million copies in under no a week. No surprise And there. sold to consumers 890,000 copies in its first 24 hours on sale in North Damn, America. Son. Uh, additionally, 40%. This is an interesting stat. 40% of those who bought Mass Effect 3 also purchased the From uh, From Ashes DLC. Oh, that is interesting. So, What does it add? What is it, do we know what the From Did you play From Ashes? Yet? No, no. Okay. Um, it wasn't up when you were reviewing, right? Yeah, and I mean, it's not part of the main game. So yeah, I yeah, I know, I know. I'm just wondering if you played. No, I didn't play it. I'm going to play it. This weekend, all I'm doing is that. So I'm looking forward to it. I should write up from Ashes probably early next week. We'll see what happens. Uh, number three, Heavy Rain developer Quantic Dream has released a demo <sighs> film called Kara to show off their new engine. Uh, although unassociated with what will be its next game, the Kara demo shows off the tech being used on it. Quantic Dream's new game is indeed a PlayStation 3 exclusive, mm-hmm. though it's unclear when we'll learn more about it. Yeah. That is a huge win, I think, for Sony. We were, we, I remember we were interested and concerned on whether Quantic Dream would move on, and you know, obviously Sony owns Heavy Rain, but it seems like they've uh, convinced them to stay. Yeah, well, uh, I did an interview with him, and he said that, yeah, they're, you know, exclu- they have an exclusive agreement with Sony. They're exclusive to Sony, but they're not a first-party studio. Although Sony's they're open to, all open to that they're possibility. They're open to possibilities, is what he said. That would be a yeah. huge victory again mm-hmm. for Sony. That mm-hmm. be, Quantic Dream would become one of the most important studios if they, if they bought them. What did um, you think of Car? I thought it was a, a, fast, you know, like a fascinating and fantastic... Uh, emotional short demo film. yeah, 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 yeah. I guess short film yeah yeah it's just yeah it's showing the tech they use and how they're the, the big thing about it to take away from behind the scenes is that they're going with this new engine they're going towards uh, uncharted like uh, capture sessions where everything is captured at once voice movement facial animations whereas before that was all captured piece by piece which mm-hmm. then they, they weren't happy with the performances altogether it seems to me now that they kind of know what they're doing on ps3 that they've taken it to a many new levels yeah of, well it was interesting too and then i talked to him you know about uh do we need another generation he was talking about how no they thought they were doing cool things with heavy rain and once they've started getting into it with the new engine here they're showing they're seeing how much power there still is underneath P- ps3 yeah still has legs uh beyond from our good friend Milk in toronto canada i guess i added the milk it's a crazy beyond <laughs> name i don't know what this guy's okay academic Anyways, in light of the recent car video shown by Quantic Dream at GDC, when do you guys think this game will release, if ever, since it is not Quantic Dream's next game? I predict spring and fall. It's coming in two parts, according to okay. Aki Milk. Spring and fall, 2013. So, but one, one part of the game spring, one part of the I, I guess, apparently. Uh, he thinks it's downloadable content. I right? think it'll probably be out in a year. Um, I think that that's pro- spring of 2013 is probably a pretty strong guess. I think I fall. Think, I'll say fall really, 2013. I think we'll see it at E3. Um, no, we think so? Yeah. 
if let me put it this way, this is kind of what I've thought about because one of the major caveats David Cage uh, presented was that this this demo is based is like a year old. Correct. He said now, this is a year old in in that time the engine is on its it's on its third rendition now. So you're seeing engine one there now they're on to engine three. Now I'll ask yourself why they're showing a, a year old demo. He said I did. I asked I asked David Cage. I don't have to ask myself. He said but it's fan service. He, he said it's fan service. He wanted to show fans what they've been working on. That you know stuff's happening. No, I know, but why? I appreciate that. And that's why they're. That's why he's releasing the demo period, not just the car demo. Not that it's only a year old. I'm saying, ask yourself why they're releasing a demo that they haven't touched in a year, and it's because they're working on the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know the game's probably well underway. And okay. Heavy Rain came out in February of 2010. So right. Or no, January. I think it was further than that, actually. Yeah, it wasn't. Hold on. I, I I count back by Super Bowls. Okay. So this Super Bowl was a twelve. Oh, you're right. Okay. So yeah, it, it came out. Yeah, in the ten. Ten. So they let's assume they took six months off. Even I mean, the, the game must be well underway. I mean, they they can't have that much money. Although Heavy Rain did sell a couple million copies. Um, that makes sense. I mean, that's a two year development. Uh, well, I guess I I'm still thinking. We both are saying 2013. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. What you said too. Just so yeah, E3. You think they make a thing here? I think they make. I that's think not a bad idea. I mean, this play, this got them definitely a lot of buzz. A lot of people are talk, we're talking about it. Yeah, I think it's that's a, all you I need. Think it's a given that it's going to be an podcast beyond bomb. I don't think we'll play it at E3. I'm just saying I think that they'll at the conference they'll show it. Yeah. Um, and then maybe in the fall they'll put a date on it, and the, the date will be maybe March 2013. So we'll see what happens. Uh, number four, new Uncharted three DLC is on the way. Co-op Shade Survival Mode will go on to the PlayStation Store on March 13th. It won't cost 5.99. It will be free for Fortune Hunter Club members. Got to go back and play Uncharted 3. Yeah. Uh, that platinum you never got. Yep. Number five, Sony has confirmed that PlayStation Move is shipped 10.5 million Move and navigation controllers. Um, that's an okay number, I guess. It's a, yeah, But so, they need to support it. So here, You put up an interesting article today, Colin. Yeah, I'd like to talk about it, if you don't mind. Sure, please. You talked about how it was about you know the successes and failures of some uh, PlayStation Move development. And in there, you it, the Killzone guys are in there, Gorilla, talking mm-hmm. about the sharpshooter, what, how they did all this stuff. And then Sorcery guys pop up. And what I found interesting about when the Sorcery guys pop up, and you have some quotes from the panel when they started talking, they say in there that... Uh, you know, Sorcery had this big debut, right? At E3, it came out. Everybody was like, that looks awesome. And you said that, or they said, Sony doubled down on it, right? And said, this is a this is one of our, like, Keystone franchises for Move. You guys have to make it perfect, blah, 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 blah. I feel like that was a total mismanagement. I, I do, too. Hey, here's this game that everybody loves, and now we're not going to talk about it for over a year. I mean, when you look, so when you look at, like, the early screenshots, or even when you think about or watch the demo from 2010, and then you look like I play. I've played Sorcery. I played it. I was one of the first people to play it. I played it in like November, and no now pick. it's and now it's playable again in in at GDC. Yeah, um, and I was excited about it. The games are to, the game's totally different. It, it, it's pretty clear that they revamped it, uh, like in a major way. So yeah. well, my instinct is that Sorcery was supposed to be a downloadable game, um, and then they made it into a retail game. Yeah, uh, but the the weird thing is that Sorcery's been in development for three years. You know, and there's like, how do they make their money back? It seems like you know this could very well be the workshop's only game because I can't imagine yeah. that they're going to be able to hold anyone or anything like that. Sorcery will sell fifty thousand copies or something like that. I mean, it's not going to. And gonna that's do the well. problem. That's the problem, right? Is that this is a game someone should have thought ahead about and made a move launch title. You know what I mean? Now you're talking about uh, a peripheral that's come out has never had a killer app where people are like, this is why you need move. And we're how? Geez, two, three years, I guess now away from when September it, 2010. Came yeah. Out. So I mean, like by the time this gets out, you're convinced. I, there's people who wrote into Beyond, and I'm sorry, and tweeted at us too, saying that you know they sold their move, and now is this you know a good enough reason to go buy another one? Go buy it back. It's a really good game. I mean, for what I played, it's really fun. It works really well. One yeah. of the cool things he was showing the guy, I can't remember, is Peter Ackman. I think his name was. He's the president of the workshop. 
which is the studio that's doing sorcery. And he was showing, he was on stage playing the game, and he like went into this like crazy stance where he's like, a kid might play like this and was like launching his arms around and like being all movement and it was like working fine. But then he's like, you might just want to play like this. And it was just basically holding his hand in front of him and twitching it very slightly. Yeah. And it was doing the same thing. I was like, that's really cool. Like these guys know how to use move. It's just, it's taken too long. And, you know, I think they've lost a lot of cachet with people that were excited about about sorcery and i think rightfully so that sony really dropped the ball of sorcery um whether or not it looks like it's gonna be really great yeah. but you know as far as like that buzz like you were talking about because yeah we saw sorcery before movie even came out yeah, so yeah. um we'll see what happens you know but i yeah. don't have high hopes that it's gonna sell well um because really nothing on playstation 3 sells well oh uh heads up uh yeah. lots of twitter people about this i've seen over it mm. uh this we're recording on friday the third, right? No, no. Friday the third. No, it's like Friday the ninth. I think. Yeah, Friday the ninth. That's right. Uh, Friday, March 9th. Tomorrow, Saturday, March tenth. I am buying Jim Riley a steak dinner mm. because I did in fact lose the bet. Gears of War three did outsell every PlayStation three exclusive last year and including Twisted Metal this year. Yeah. Twisted so Metal thanks well, for not buying games, listeners. Yeah, just keep buying news games. I was like 250,000 short. I was close. Yeah, that's pretty close for yeah. like the seven that, or eight games that we're going after Gears. And that's the thing, too. That's a rough estimate. I have, I'm t- making Jim Riley print out the... I want to see the edition. I want to see it all printed out and given to me. Yeah, you should at least ask for that. Yeah. But yeah, not a huge surprise. Uh, I, 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 first of all, I was... Uncharted. All, it, all, it all hinged on Uncharted. I think it all hinged on Resistance, to be honest. In hindsight, sure. I mean, Resistance could have done more. Um, but uh, Twisted Metal did well. I mean, it did 220,000 yeah, yeah, yeah. units, considering that it came out in the middle of the month and that there was no commercials for it. Mm-hmm. God forbid they advertise anything. Yeah. Um, number six, Guerrilla Games has confirmed that it's working on three new projects. Uh, one is indeed the new Killzone game on Vita that we've seen like one screenshot for. Another is a non-Killzone game, and the third is a continuation of the franchise on PS3. I assume that means Killzone 4, although... The way he danced around... I was, I'm the one who wrote this story, mm-hmm. and the way he danced around it, I thought it maybe just meant... DLC ma- matchmaking stuff like that. I don't matchmaking. 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 Came out a year ago. I hope they're fucking over it now. Um, no, we'll see. Yeah, I like listening. To, so this is the thing. I'm not a huge fan of Killzone. I think it's a totally competent shooter. Yeah, and I understand why people like it, especially if you're into multiplayer shooters. I understand that completely. It's the only game I ever really have played online where people actually talk to each other. Yeah, because um, it requires a lot of strategy and whatnot. But it's just I want to see these guys do something else. And so I'm excited about that third game, that, that non-kill zone game, to see what they can do. Well, that was the interesting thing. They, they, they went from 32. They said to the team, what do you want to do? Team came back with 32 ideas. They narrowed it down to four. He showed four images for what it could possibly be. I'm not, he didn't say that these are for sure the final four or whatever. One was steampunk. One was Wolverine. Oh, not Wolverine. A werewolf. One was ghost in, ghost in the shell. Mm-hmm. And then there was zombies. And so then he, and he, he, they didn't say that these four are the four where one of these will be the next game, but he did go into the fact that it won't be steampunk because they did iterate that on this idea and he showed how far they went and they had a, a teaser trailer that was like cut together with movie footage to kind of give the vibe of what they were looking for. So hopefully it's one of the other three. Interesting. But I will say this, that like the gorilla guys, whenever I see them at GDC or like see them talk are some of the most fascinating people to listen to talk. Those guys are certainly artisans um, mm-hmm. and are definitely some of the most talented guys in Sony's stable. So that's why I want to see them do something else because I just think Killzone is fucking drab, to be honest. Um, you ready for new, new blood? Yeah, like I, those guys can do something great. Those guys could be like one uh, Naughty Dog if, you know, Killzone's, I understand people like Killzone. It's a great game, but I don't know. I'm, I'm over it. Uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, PS3 is selling exceptionally well in Japan right now on the back of One Piece Pirates, Pirate Warriors, a crossover game from Namco and Koei. 
Pirate Warrior sold nearly 700,000 units in its first four days on the market in Japan. Those are huge numbers in Japan. Yeah. Um, and PS3 sold something like 65,000 units last year, or last, last week, rather, in Japan, which is huge. Uh, however, the Vita continues to flounder, selling only 10,000 units in Japan last week, getting outsold by 3S 7 to 1. Yowzers. Uh, so, yeah. Number eight, Sorcery has a release date. It will come out exclusively to PS3 on May 22nd in North America and May 23rd in Europe. Number nine, this is a weird one. Uh, a report indicates that Mafia 2 developer 2K Check is currently helping Rockstar on Grand Theft Auto V. They've been working on the game for about a year, twirling away on cutscenes, animations, and gameplay. That's weird to me. I don't understand why they would be working on Grand Theft Auto. Money. No, of, of course. Pedigree. I don't know. I mean, I like, I like Mafia 2. Yeah. Mafia 3 is supposedly in development, so they have to be working on that. And... Mafia 2 is good. I like Mafia 2. I think I actually like Mafia 2 more than you did, probably. No, you did, yeah. Because you gave it like a 7.5. I, I, I think I gave it a flat 7. Yeah, I, I probably would have given it closer to an 8. I think it was fun. Okay. Um, I didn't say... I think I, I say... It. Well, yeah. No, no you're, I mean, nah, you're right. There, there, were pro- I mean, there were problems with it. It's not Grand Theft Auto. That's the thing. It's not Grand Theft Auto. So, like, why would you take these guys that really, like, you know, rocks... That's a serious fucking thing. Like, that's a serious franchise, and you have to have your best people on a Rockstar North or whoever. Yeah. Um... So there, I, I imagine that the, the report's probably overblown, that these guys are just helping like so that the, the game doesn't take another five years. Yeah. But they're not like integral into yeah, the yeah, development. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're not They're talented. just polishing edges. Yeah. Getting the jaggies off the screen. Getting those jets. I hate the jaggies. That's, number, that's issue number one, getting those jaggies off the screen. <laughs> uh, number 10 is a new Army of Two game coming out. I fucking hope so. Reportedly, really? I love, I love Army of really? Two. Really? I did yeah. not know this about you. Reportedly, the new game will be called Army of Four. Army of Two, Two, Four. Yeah. Okay. Army of Two time, by Two. Yeah. Uh, reported the new game called Army of Four as reported by Eurogamer. Yeah, I love Army of Two. I didn't know this. Like, I, the first Army of Two, I didn't I actually never even played 40th Day. I have it on my shelf. I have never even opened it. Yeah. But the original Army of Two was fucking dope. I really liked that game. And you want to know something weird? I, 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 I'm not sure if, the, like, um, actually, I'm not going to say because I think that was off the record. Never mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is it that Nolan North's the guy? Because we know that. That's on the record. No, no that's not. Nolan we know Nolan North is one of the guys. Rios. Yeah. Salem. Uh, Salem Witch Trials. Yes. Number 11, Sony has revealed the 10 most earned platinum trophies on PlayStation 3. I didn't like these lists. I did not like this It's a weird list. list. Yeah. They are in order. Assassin's Creed 2, Modern Warfare 2, Uncharted 3, God of War 3, Resident Evil 5, Infamous Uncharted, God of War, Borderlands, Sly Cooper. Yeah, where's the Hannah Montana? I think Shuhei Yoshida put it best when he asked, where is the Hannah Montana yeah. on, the trof- on, the, on the Twitter? So let me see how many of these I have. I have... Um, oh, Uncharted 3 is supposed to be Uncharted 2. So I have one... Two, three, four. I have five of them. Yeah. How many do you have? I don't know. I have to, let me listen. Assassin's list. Creed two. Yes. Modern Warfare two. No. Uncharted two. Yes. God of War three. No, I didn't do. Resident it. Evil five. No. Infamous. Yes. Uncharted Drake's Fortune. Yes. God of War. No. Borderlands. No. Sly Cooper. No. Okay. So four. Yeah. Not bad. I want to actually get that. If if any Joe, Dick, and Harry or whatever <laughs> can get these fucking platinum <laughs> trophies, then I want all of them. Border- yeah. The one that surprised me the most is Borderlands. Yeah. Well, I remember that. I remember Borderlands being... I remember when we were doing the Trophy Horror War, people told me Borderlands is easy. Comparatively. You right. know what I mean? Like, it's just playing... I think you can play the game, like, once, but then you have to do, like, just a little bit of doubling online. back. Yeah. Yeah. And there, but the thing is, I think, if memory serves, when they were doing... When kids were sending in Trophy Horror War tips two years ago, three years ago, that it was... I, if I was level 50 and you were level zero, you could join me and we could just steamroll. We could just steamroll through the entire game. Cool. Like, I'd join your party and we could just destroy everything. I'm interested in that. And finally, number 12, to- today Sony revealed a slew of new Japan-centric Vita games, which I think is very important. Snore. Uh, including Fantasy Star Online 2. Other games include Legends of Heroes, Zero no Kiseki, Gundam Maso, and Super Robot Wars. Also revealed was a game codenamed Project Discovery and KJ and Afune's new Vita game. Ooh. So 
Uh, How much do you know about that in a Fune game? Um, not much. Funny, because Tiny underscore Tim31 on the PSN writes into Beyond at IGN.com. Remember, everybody, Beyond at IGN.com. Somebody asked me on Twitter today what the email address was. I think they're just fucking with you. They aren't. This kid was serious. What type of game... This is Tiny Tim again. What type of game would you like to see in a Fune bring to the Vita? Would you like a Mega Man-style game or something completely different? Keep up the great work, Beyond. Beyond. I'd like a game where a boy robot gets to select from eight stages. That sounds dumb. That he can go to in any order, and that when he beats the enemy at the end of the stage, he gets their weapon and uses it on another enemy. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, you go to a castle, like a linear castle, where you fight through a few stages and beat the last boss. Uh, do you want to talk about the fact that you met your idol? Yes. Go ahead and talk about it. Um, now, this isn't the first time I met Inafune. I know. I met him uh, in 2004, and I talked to him about it when Animusha 3, maybe, was coming out? The shitty one? Sure. Uh, I, met him in, I met him at E3 in 2004 when I was an intern, and I interviewed him. Um, and that video never went up. That was on video. Uh-huh. Um, and I was with Nyx, actually. And why, why didn't it go up? Just get lost? It was, or... Video was different back then. Like, we would just hand around tapes and, like, things just got lost all the time. Uh, so... Doesn't sound much different. No, no. <laughs> so nothing's changed. Um, so I met him then. So that was, like, seven years ago. But now I met him, you know, yesterday. He came to the IGN office. I spent about an hour with him. Um, I uh, interviewed him for a little while. Uh, he signed our wall, uh, our developer wall, drew a picture of Mega Man. Um, he also signed my Mega Man 2 instruction manual and my Famicom cart uh, of Rockman 3, Mega Man 3, my favorite game of all time. Um, and we also recorded a video with him, which will be on Up at Noon with Greg mm-hmm. Miller probably next week. Or actually in two weeks. It'll be the one we record next week. Yeah. That will be up, I guess, in two Mondays or whatever the fuck you put your show up. Uh, That's right. So... Um, it was uh, it was mind blowing. He was really friendly. Uh, I had to talk to him through a translator, but uh, I got to tell you know the man. You know, I was telling him, and I, I didn't want. I don't usually gush when I meet developers. I like you know we know a lot of developers we really like. We yeah. love we love Nate Fox at Nate Sucker Fox Punch. Nate Fox You know we, that's really nice. <laughs> that's really nice. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love him. I saw Brian Fleming today. I like him. Yeah, those are so, like so. Those are the guys. Like we see those guys. They're, they're awesome. You love this. You know, we went out to dinner with Insomniac the other day. Marcus Smith is like one of my favorite people. I in gave the, Marcus in the Smith my cell phone number today because he's coming to the IGN party. Nice. Then. Um, so like, you know, and Marcus Smith, of course, is Resistance's creative director. So, um, you know, I love him too. And, and, you know, I love a lot of guys in the industry, but when I see Inafune, I told him, you know, through his translator, I'm like, you know, I don't want to sound like too gushy or whatever, but like, you're the reason I'm here because I love you were, your games were the first games I ever fell in love with. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Mega Man two and three were the first games I was ever like obsessed with when I was like five, six, seven years old. And of course, I loved other other games, Castlevania, whatever. But yeah, I hear you. So I was just like, you know, thank you because you know we owe every, we you know we owe everything to you guys. We owe everything to Japanese games. And he like smiled and thanked me, or whatever, because he was like, you know, some I guess he was saying like some people kind of forget that where you come from. And I'm like, we haven't, you know, people my age haven't forgotten where we come from. Japanese games were everything to us, yeah. you know, until ten years ago when the, the fucking industry fell off the face of the the, the map. And you were the one who acknowledges that, that that that's happened. So we had a very candid conversation. That will go up next week. I'm excited for everyone to see the comedy video, which is very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was glad that everyone in the office got to meet him because he's a really nice dude. And he stayed with us longer than he should have. I mean, he had other appointments, but he stayed with we're us. The best, we're the best office. You want to hang out at our office? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he just, you know, he, he told me at the end, I'm like, thank you. You know, I thanked him through his translator for staying and signing everyone's things and meeting and shaking hands and stuff. He's like, if you guys are happy, I'm happy. Like, Aww. It's very nice. Then I, I walked him out to his cab, shook his hand, told him maybe I'll see him in Tokyo at TGS. Yeah. And that's basically it. You forgot the best part of the story, though. Oh, what is that? When you were putting him in the cab, he turned to you and he said, through the translator. Yeah. Colin, where do I go to find out what games are coming to brick-and-mortar stores? Oh, you go to the upcoming... I don't know. You go to the, the list I don't you have. You know the list. You know the words. Go. The list of upcoming PlayStation software on all... Three platforms. Two platforms. On, oh, no, it's still three platforms. Uh, uh, by the oh. IGN editors. Or we, I don't know what games came out this week, though. I have no idea. Mass Effect 3. Mass Effect 3 came out. 
Oh, let me see if Clements' PSN update. Uh, he did. Oh, the show. MLB 12, oh, yeah, the show MLB is the out. Show on Vita and PS3. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unit 13 would be out as well. Those are the brick-and-mortar store games. I'm sure we're forgetting one or two, but mm-hmm. again... Get- Journey's out if you're a PlayStation Plus member. Yeah, and Journey is out for real. Next week, also, next Monday, Genova Chen stops by up at noon, so watch that on uh, YouTube.com slash start. Good interview. Yeah. Yeah. Funny bits too about He's a nice stuff. He's an artist. So then on top of those brick and mortar store games we don't know too much about, here's what came digitally that you should care about. Uh, first and foremost, MotorStorm RC for the Vita is free. Thanks to Scion. Scion. Thanks Cyan. to Scion. Yeah, you'll see that a few dozen times as you try to play it. That Scion's all over that thing. But I, whatever. They gave you a free video game. Yeah. Don't bitch. Get it. Does, uh, it pl- does it have a platinum? I put it in when we downloaded it that night. Or I put it in. I, I, I turned it on when we played it that night. I, put didn't, it in. I didn't like it too much, so I didn't even bother checking the trophies. <laughs> I didn't really enjoy myself. No? Uh, no, I did not. Um, so maybe that. I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, also coming to the store, and MLB The Show is a downloadable. Lego Harry Potter, years 5 through 7, is a download for the Vita. Unit 13, downloadable for the Vita as well. There's also a Stardust demo. So for some reason, a 9.5 from he, uh, he Only Does Everything, Colin Moriarty, doesn't matter to you. Now you have a chance to see it, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, everyone's on Delta. That's a fucking hell of a game. Um, yeah. Oh, it, uh, MotorStorm RC is on the PlayStation 3 as well. Clint's killed so much paper printing off all this stuff. Why doesn't he just... Why doesn't he boil it down? Why Ryan, is that kid, don't, Ryan don't care about the environment, and neither that, do I. Why is, that kid, why is that kid so stupid? Why is that kid so... Why is that kid... Why is that kid so... Um... <laughs> We're so tired. What? Yeah, I know. It's been a long week. And uh, what, what am I? What's the thing? What? Uh, that you're, <laughs> the guy you lived across from. Oh, Punkin? Punkin. I was saying Chowderhead. Chowder, I was like, that's not right. That's my, my aunt, because I have a fucking gigantic head, has called me Chowderhead for most of my life. I don't think she's ever called me by my first name. I don't, ever. I don't understand Chowderhead, though, either. You it, have a big uh, head? Yeah. So the, is Chowder big? I guess so. It's just they call I mean, me Chowder. I think it's normal Chowderhead size. is maybe just a New Yorkism. I don't, I don't really know. But yeah, she's my Aunt Joni has called me Chowderhead. My, still, to this day, I'm 27 years old. My entire life. Okay. Uh, for the oh, P- no, no, no. She calls me Chowder Man. But it's the same thing. <sighs> it's been a long week. I uh, know. It's been a very long I've week. I've only been called that about 10,000 times in my life. I can't even remember it. Believe it or not. Yeah. Two PSP games out this week, including Major League Baseball, 2K12. I guess that's out in everything, actually. Major League Baseball came yeah. out as well this week, yeah. 2K12. We Whatever. don't just acknowledge the show, even though it's better. Superior. Yeah. Uh, and then Sasumi Tactics came out. 499. 499. Yeah. Maybe it's a mini. It's not broken up. But here's here's the description. Okay. All right. Yeah. Save the Earth from mis. Yep. Okay. I'm not screwing this up. Save the Earth from mystery species who attack and destroy cities in the Earth, beating them up to save the Earth. I'm sorry. Let me read that with the right uh, inflection. Beating them up to save the Earth. Sus- <laughs> Susumi Taxi? What did I say the first time? Sasumi. Sasumi Tactics brings you new experience of strategic puzzle game. It is simple, but still learnable so that you can play it again and again. File size 14 megs. Yeah, it's gotta be a minute. It, it's simple, but still learnable. It's just, that's fucking redundant. It is simple, but still learnable so that you can play it again and again. Don't, doesn't, Jeff, aren't you reading this stuff? Beating them up to say, beating them up, that's not even a sentence. Save the Earth. Come on, Jeff. Save the Earth from mysterious species who attack and destroy cities in the Earth. <laughs> Save the Earth, the planet. Yeah. The city, the cities inside of the Earth. I have more questions than I have answers now. Beating them up game. to save the Earth. Sounds, oh my gosh. What the fuck? Does I like that this. Mean? Is another. This is another classic one. Okay. This is a classic one though. Save the Earth from mysterious species who attack and destroy cities in the Earth. Beating them up to save the Earth. Sasumi <laughs> Tactics brings you new experiences of strategic puzzle game. 
New experience of strategic puzzle game. Let me see this. I'm going to read it. You're going to give me your own? I'm going to read it once through. You're going to give your own too? It's, first of all, it's called Susumi Tactics because it's got an exclamation Sorry, point. Sorry, my bad. It. I screwed this one up. Save the Earth from mystery species who attack and destroy cities in the Earth. Beating that up to save the Earth. Susumi Tactics brings you a new experience of strategic puzzle game. That strategic puzzle game is capitalized. Yeah, I know. It's, it was a, it's a real genre, <laughs> it's, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a proper noun. It is simple but still learnable so that you can play it again and again. Jeff, stop. Sounds like, you know what I think happened? I, I won't lie to you. I'm pretty sure Ray Gutierrez put this together yeah. this week. He, Jeff took a week off to do something else, go make some more minis. He's like, Ray, I'm sure you can handle writing descriptions that don't sound like... You just freaking woke up. That you put it in the <laughs> Japanese Google Translator. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's been a long week. Yeah, topic a little, of the week would be long. GDC, I guess. It'll get, it'll, what? Uh, let's kick it off, right? Hold on, GDC. Jesus, this is just falling apart. I know. I'm tired. <laughs> we got a party tonight. You want to talk about that? You, are you staying or you not? No, staying? I'm not. I'm gonna go home. Colin Marcus Smith is coming. I know. And he's, I, we he just said had dinner with him. He says he's gonna steal the gong. Ray Gutierrez is coming. You know he wants to steal yeah. the gong. Make sure Marcus gets in, brings it to Burbank. That'll make it really hard for him to get it back. I'll get it back when I go down there. Okay. Ray will never go down yeah, there. I, like, I want to see you carry that back on when you come back. I'll get arrested by the TSA. MDog2438 writes into beyond.ign.com. Of course, this is MDog. He's Mitchell Morgan. Mm. He's made the new iOS and Android Beyond Soundboard. So search for that. It's free. Very Download funny. it. Enjoy. Yeah, he's, he's making an update for it. I think it's in certification. He also runs the uh, podcast Beyond uh, Twitter and uh, the My IGN blog where you can catch up and stuff. And he, and he will one day take our jobs. Probably. Hey, guys. What was your favorite panel in GDC this year? I only went to a few panels. Uh, the, the best panel I went to was with was the Uncharted one with Richard. Oh, really? Which Richard, what, what did we decide the right name was? Richard Lemishard, right? Lemishand? I don't do the Lemish. L- Lemishand. Lem- Lemishand. I think it's Lemarchand. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's I Richard. I mean, we know Richard. Richard. I know Richard. Yeah, Richard. Call him Dick. We go skateboarding sometimes. You go skateboarding. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, yeah, I went to a panel with him. It was just him um, talking about immersion and story and games and stuff like that and what they did. And they talked a lot about Uncharted, um, but about, you know, about other things as well. And it was like such a well-prepared and well-thought-out He's speech. a really – he does – I've been to a few of his presentations. He does really, really good work. He got like a, a, like a really like a minute of applause. Like where he was glowing and so happy that it went so well. <laughs> he went like ten minutes long too, and they just let him keep going. That's good. Um, which you never see. The Killzone guys, I, they were getting vehemently mad at the Killzone guys panel that I was at, where they had to come up and they had to keep telling him like you're cutting it off now, you're cutting it off. They they don't pull that shit with Richard though. No. Uh, my favorite panel was uh, one that had nothing to do with game development. It was today's uh, how games get reviewed by uh, Edar, whatever his title is, Eric Brudvig, former uh, IGNer, former Xbox executive, former TRL host. Uh, he got up there and talked about how games get reviewed so that developers kind of had an insight as to what our process is. And they also had a part, segment on how PR and development houses can help uh, reviewers. You know, And he, he made a lot of, you know, it's one of those things where it's like me and Hillary are in the audience together like, well, how's this going to go? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is yeah. he going to like throw people under the bus? But it was a great presentation. It was really well thought out. You know, he's like, are reviewers biased? And he's like, yes. Yes, they are. Everybody brings in their own background, their history, their gameplay enjoyments and what they don't like. And he's like, is this a bad thing? No, it's not at all a bad thing. It's a great thing. You want different reviews. You want people out there with, you know, otherwise you can just read the back of the box. If you just want to know how many players are in it and what, you know, downloadable content is, there you go. So you don't want that. And he talked about, how, you know, our site's biased. He said, of course they are. Every site has a target audience for who they're going for. And they're writing to that audience. And he said, you know, when I used to write at IGN, I assumed that you knew the difference between an RTS and an FPS. Like, I didn't sit there and explain that to you. I know the people who read IGN, the people who listen to our podcast, they know that information. 
So it was really, really educational. It was one of those ones where in the middle of it, I said, damn it, I wish we were recording this because this would have been a great, this would have been the new, like, right now, whenever I put up a review and somebody talks shit on me, I put, I uh, post Anthony Gaius's comment song from PAX because it's about right. commenters. It's my song, I guess, for, for my Anthony Gaius. And uh, this, I would have posted this because it was much more uh, biased. Why are you getting all weird? He was the Garfunkel to your Simon in that song? Sure. Okay. Sure. Sure. All right. Moving on. Why am I, what do you think? Why am I getting weird? How am I getting weird? You got, you got, you got, you did, you started moving the mic around, you got all readjusted, and then you started doing the Colin Moriarty smirk. The patented Colin Moriarty what smirk. smirk? I don't the know smirk is his little, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if we were a video podcast, you'd see it. Whenever Colin's got a good idea, whenever he's got something brewing, he gets his little <laughs> smirk because he knows he's about to do something dynamite. I have nothing to say. He's got something in the tank, everybody. Let's, let's listen. Let's wait for it. I don't have anything to say. I really don't. I think I'm just really tired. I was trying to get comfortable. All right. Is that all right with you? That's fine with me. Um, speaking of reviews, I, 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 went outside my, I went outside my wheelhouse <laughs> this week, and okay. I, I reviewed an Xbox Live game. Yes, you did. It's multi-platform, though, so, but no, most people looked over that. Uh, it was called I Am Alive, and it was just a piece of shit. It was just a bad game. If it I, was on PlayStation, you would have sucked its cock and exactly. given it a 9.0. Yeah. Uh, you can listen to GameScoop for a full rundown of uh, the whole brouhaha, the fact that for, the, for one day... I was the only sane person in the video game industry, apparently, reviewing video games. But now more people are sane as well. Anyways, Dexter writes in, Was I'm Alive delayed for PS3? I probably shouldn't care, given Greg's less than favorable, but completely reasonable complaints. Also, the fat-headed babies that were slinging insults at Greg for his review. <laughs> Seriously, grow up. <laughs> fat-headed yeah, true, babies. True that. I came to your defense in that thread, actually. And uh, here's the thing. Like, everyone has their own opinions. Like, I, and I, t- I talked to you a great deal about when I reviewed El Shaddai, Ascension yeah. of the Metatron, which I thought was fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. And er- I was like on the way low end of the scale on that. I gave it like a five, I think. Everyone else gave it like eights and nines. Yeah. Like, this game sucks. You know? Like, it's, o- it's like, okay, it's... It's pretty and and it's competent, I guess, but it's like fucking pretentious and stupid. Yeah. And I got and I got a bunch of shit like that too. So every once in a while, like you just are off the beaten path with what other people feel. But the the one thing I was telling you to you know, kind of take you know steal yourself and take heed in is, well, is I wasn't I wasn't scared. Is El Shaddai is really a difficult game to show someone and tell them why it's bad because it's beautiful. Yeah. And. If you go to their video review on YouTube, it's like fucking horrifying. Like of I'm alive, say about yeah. Uh, no, of, of El Shaddai. Oh, okay, okay. Yours is fucking cupcakes and roses compared to compared to El Shaddai, because oh, you you're talking about comments? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I thought you're saying by watching the video, oh, no, no, you know watching, it's bad. Yeah, no, no, by watch by watching El Shaddai, uh huh. It's really hard to tell someone why the game's bad. Gotcha. Because it's just not fun, but it looks awesome. It really does, and it looks unique and and everything. And I really want to like it. Yeah. With I haven't played I Am Alive. And I probably will never play I Am Alive. But all you have to do is watch the video review to see why the game is stupid. Yeah. You know? It's got no draw distance. You could, like, manipulate all the characters with one gun. You, you can, like, make them walk backwards 20 feet in the holes and shit. Like, the AI is totally broken. The mechanics of climbing are totally broken. It's like, so what, what's good about the game? You don't really... And people are, like, still busting balls about it. It's like, okay. Yeah. If it was on PlayStation, I suspect that Greg would have given it the same score. If not worse, because it probably would have ran worse. Well, we'll see soon <laughs> enough. The answer here to Dexter's question is, why, was it I Am Alive delayed for PS3? No, it wasn't. However, it was a part of whatever Xbox's, I think it's House Some, Party? House yeah, Party whatever, right now? Yeah. It's it would, The House Party thing, which is like Summer Arcade, which is like whatever PSN brought out this year. I've already forgot what they brought out. They did with like Blood Rain and... Yeah, it's basically where you know there's an exclusive window and you buy them all as a package and I think you get something at the end when you buy them all. Yeah, that's how House Party works. I'm assuming that's how... Right, that's how Summer of Arcade works. I'm saying that's how this works. That was a convoluted answer. But it's coming. It's not delayed. It's just that there's an exclusivity deal. So 
I'm sure that you know, it's going to be great when it comes to PS3. That was one of the, my favorite comments, though. The, the, the series of comments I enjoyed the most were, if this was on PS3, yes, he would have given it a million, blah, blah, blah. And then there was one where Kid, like, did a fake quote for the PS3 version of, like, now that it's on the PS3, it's fixed. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Well, they've feels, it feels great on the DualShock controller. Exactly. Here, here's one that we got to bring you into. Okay. Our good friend Yara writes in. Yara Dornan. Mm-hmm. You know how he is. I screw up. I'm Our Israeli friend. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He says, Beyond. Beyond. Quick question. Which game will be a bigger waste of time, Amy or I Am Alive? Keep up the awesome work here. God. Did you beat I Am Alive? I did. Okay, then there you go. I, I agree. I, even <laughs> without that question, I think totally Amy. Amy's, Amy is broken. And like I Am Alive is just dumb. It's not fun. You know what right. I mean? Amy's like infuriating. There's things fucked up. There's pixels torn and shit. Yeah, yeah. Let me put it this way for you. Amy fucking sucks. It's one of the worst games I've ever played. Ever. Ever. Yeah. It's terrible. It's shitty. No one should play it. And the developer should be totally embarrassed that they even put it on the market. That's how bad it is. Mm, mm. I don't think I Am Alive is that bad. No, you know? I agree. I agree. It's not that bad. So if you, ha- if you-, <laughs> if you have to choose one... And I'm I don't know why, on, if you have access to PlayStation Network, you would play either of these games when you can play a smorgasbord of awesome games, such mm-hmm. as Alien Zombie Megadeth. Uh, then, uh, you know, choose I Am Alive, I guess. But Amy is ab- abysmal. And I dare anyone to tell me that Amy's not abysmal. I dare them. I'd be honest, I Did anyone like do that? Did anyone tell you that it wasn't? A few people in the comments were like, Amy's great. See, this is what I was... I talked about this on Twitter this week, and I don't know if... It solicited a mixed response. Uh-huh. And I tweeted something like... It was after I read the comments in your I Am Alive thing, and I'm like, why do people think I give a shit or Greg gives a shit if you go and buy a game? You know? Like, if you want to go buy a game and you want to ignore our review, that's your prerogative. Oh, yeah. What I tell people all the time is, like, when people mouth off about I'm going to buy this game regardless of what you say, great. Anytime you go to buy a game, listener, I hope you enjoy it. Like, And that's not me being sarcastic or biting. I'm just giving you my opinion of my game. There's plenty of games that me, you and I don't agree on. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't recommend like people go. But I agree that Dead Nation's good. I just don't think it's as good as you think it is. But, that, that's, but anyways, there's, I, want you to ha- I want you to enjoy your money. Yeah. Uh, so I agree in a the sense. The way you say it makes it sound more harsh. Well, this Why one, the fuck do I care what you buy? Like That sounds pretentious. But well, what we're saying is... We, we're not here to start or stop you from purchasing games. Yeah, we're that, here to just give you our opinion. That's the point. It's like, if you want to ignore my opinion and, be, yeah, and type something in the thing like, oh, I'm going to buy Amy anyway. It's like, okay, have fun. <laughs> yeah, my, I just sat at my desk for the last two days screaming at my television. If that's, if that's a good idea, to, you know, if that sounds fun to you, yeah. have at it. You know, like you're not insulting me. You're not hurting me. That doesn't exactly, hurt me. Exactly, exactly. That's more You're hurting though. yourself. <laughs> Why would you stop hitting yourself? And then you see the PSN top 10 sales and Amy's like number five and you're like, well... Fantastic. Maybe just nothing selling on PSN. Yeah, pro- Amy probably sold 15 copies and, and came in at number five. <laughs> Paul from the UK writes into beyond at IGN.com. He says, Beyond. Beyond. The Dead Space games passed me by. So, should I go back and play Dead Space 1 or just go straight to 2? I have time to kill at the moment, so catching up on games I missed. Long-time listener. Rest in peace, Roper. Thanks, Paul from the UK. Dead Space is a must-play, the first one. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, I we talk about this all the time on the show. We, we bicker a little bit, me and Colin, about it. I think Dead Space 2 is the better game, but Dead Space 1 is a fantastic game as well. And I don't know if you get the impact out of Dead Space 2 if you don't play Dead Space 1. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, so there's, there's I mean, I, we play both. They're cheap now. Dead Space 1's cheap. It's, it's a greatest hit. Wasn't it? It's a great hit. Yeah. It must be. Yeah. yeah. The, the, I, I think Dead Space is like is the best survival horror game easily of the generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a fantastic, claustrophobic classic. It's just a classic survival horror game. You know, yeah. it, 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 it evokes feelings that survival horror games used to evoke. Invoke. And I think Dead Space Two is a good game, no doubt about it. But I don't think it had the same allure. I understand. Luke writes into Beyond I have a very simple question. 
Will Colin be reviewing Assassin's Creed 3 rather than Rich George? Rich always does AC reviews. Yeah, Rich has done one, but okay. He, sure, he's done the latest. Uh, but I feel Colin is the moat uniquely qualified out of anyone in the office. After all, he's the only one who knows, quote, you could go from the Atlantic to the Pacific without touching the ground, end quote. Uh, of course, Luke, we're quite a ways away from reviewing Assassin's Creed, so anything's yeah. I'll say possible. maybe. I'll say I'll say this that for me to do that, I'd have to go back and play the other Assassin's Creed. Games. See, that's the interesting thing. I think that it breaks down to right is that yeah, you know the history of history, but then yeah, the gameplay here and how it's changed and evolved and everything else. That's not really what you're into. You didn't like the other games, and so then it becomes do you, what kind of opinion do you want on the game? Do you want the opinion of someone who really didn't? Like, I mean, didn't like them to the point of not playing them the first games. Or somebody who's been with the franchise all along, and yeah. now it has a different take on the subject material. I think that we have to keep in mind something that we talk about pretty candidly with the listeners, I think, which is, you know, for instance, when Resistance 3 came out, yeah, I can't review Resistance games, because I love them too much. And, you know, we went, you know, like we went out to dinner for Insomniac, right? bickering with them back and forth and talking with them. You took that motorcycle trip across country with James Stevenson. Yeah, me and James Stevenson went across. I was on the back. I held him really <laughs> tightly. But you know what I mean? Like, like so we draw the line that way, right? So why mm-hmm. wouldn't we draw the line the other way? I, I've said... I've, Do you think you're that big of an American history fan? that like? I'm not saying that. Okay. Let me let me finish. What I'm saying is... Fuck you. That's what you finish. What, what I'm saying is... Moving on. <laughs> is, is that I've, I've gone on record of saying how displeased I was with Assassin's Creed 2 particularly. Yeah. And that I don't see why those games are popular and I wish you know that they'd stop making them because I'm sick of hearing about them. <laughs> so even though I'm excited about Assassin's Creed 3, and I really am, and that they've successfully convinced me to go back and give Assassin's Creed 2 another try and then go from there. Yeah, you were talking about that last night. You want to go back and play um, it? You know, you got to keep those in mi- things in mind as well. That like, Don't you want someone that, like, like Greg said, that has history with the series, like an authentic history with the series, and you know, that people don't ha- go back and be like, oh, well, he hates Assassin's Creed. Why is he reviewing exactly Assassin's Creed? Right, right, so right. you don't want to, I don't want to put anyone in that position. I'd love to review Assassin's Creed 3, but I just don't think, you know, maybe maybe it'll be in the cards. Maybe I'll, I'll play Assassin's Creed 2 again and play Revelations, play Brotherhood and be like, wow, I, I really... I was I wrong. Really, yeah, maybe, I mean, we we those, all know how you do that all the time. <laughs> I go say back, I'm, I'm, I'm wrong sometimes. Sure you do. When's the last time I said I was wrong? I, I've said I was wrong before. I must have at one point. No, you have. You're pretty good about it. Uh, as long as it can be proved. Uh, Milo writes into beyond.ign.com. Having seen no gameplay and both debut trailers, which game are you more hyped for? Assassin's Creed 3 or The Last of Us? Oh, The, the Last of Us. Beyond. The Last of Us all the way. Yeah, I mean, I'm super pumped for Assassin's Creed. But The Last of Us is more exciting, I think, on the fact that we just know... Like, Assassin's Creed is still like, well, what's going to happen? How's it going to play? Blah, blah, blah. And, like, Last of Us is like, it's Naughty Dog. And it's we've seen more of that now. It's I don't know. It's it's a it's a foolish question, right? But I because I, it's whatever. There's we, no game I'm more excited about than The Last of Us. Like really? straight up, yeah. What no. about Mega Man 12? Well, if they, they'd have to do Mega Man 11 first. No, and, they don't have to no, do anything. It's video games. They're just gonna go forward. Mm-hmm. Right now, as it stands, about what we know about about games, um, I, I I can't I can't think of a game I'd be more excited about than The Last of Us. Okay. Uh, and I, yeah, I'm excited for Last of Us. Obviously, uh, Liam writes in. He says the Wi-Fi. He's from the UK. He's, he's talking about importing. Maybe the Wi-Fi model is about 220 pounds here in the UK, roughly 345. That's really heavy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, 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 it, yeah. It, which is considerably more than the US price tag. Would importing a PlayStation Vita cause any problems with using the UK PSN account in the UK store? Thanks, Beyond. No, Liam. We use Japanese accounts. We use Japanese PS3s here or PS. Damn, I'm tired. Japanese Vitas here with J- American U.S. accounts. You want to try it? You want to try it No, I'm done. Let's just power through it. We're almost done. <sighs> so, no, you're fine. Just do it. All what right? time is it? Uh, 4.24. Okay. People get here at 5, so we got to get we gotta get in the shower. Get get the cheese crackers out for Are everybody. we going to take a shower together? 
Yes. <laughs> Ryan, not Ryan Clements, writes in, Hey, Greg, do you realize how deep Collins' mm, mm, response has infiltrated your day-to-day talk? I hear you doing this on both Beyond and GameScoop when giving, when giving a topic any kind of thought. Great job, Colin. Beyond, Ryan. You're welcome. Hey, Ryan. No, I'm well aware of that I do it. I, I, I do it whenever I do it on GameScoop especially. I know that I'm making a call out to any Beyond fans who'd be listening. So there you go, Colin. Yes. You're a good kid, Colin. Thank you. I'll tell you that enough. Thank Get you. the fuck out of here now. All right. Um, that's the end of the show. <laughs> we'll do. Podcast Beyond episode 230. There, was there no tester interview this week? Oh, the good. Thanks for bringing that up. There was a tester interview, and I told we went to this Sony event on Wednesday night. And th- there, I re- Andy Burt, and I don't know why we're giving out all these names to people you don't know. Nobody knows. Oh, well, I guess Andy Burt, you might know. He used to work at Game, Game Pro. Anyways, he now works in the PR side of the industry. He's the one who sets up our tester interviews. He was setting up this Sony thing we were at. At the event, I was like, oh, crap, dude interview tomorrow we're not going to do it it's gdc we need to reschedule it he didn't get that message so him and the person voted off the tester were calling the number trying to like get us on the show so there will be two tester interviews next week okay the person voted off this week and the person voted off next week okay all getting ready for greg miller's big debut on the tester season three i'm excited that's gonna be fun i'm really i can't wait to see how they edited me out of the show just you won't even know i'm on it what i think is so absurd about it is that you like People like David Jaffe went first, and you went like almost I, last. I am the I'm the I am the show before the finale. So good. And that do you want? What's the other thing you discovered last night on YouTube? Oh, the the uh, what the video? The yeah. sizzle reel. There's sizzle reels up where they interviewed us about like you know Santa Monica and what this job meant. And for some reason on YouTube, my interview has more views than all the real yeah, you have, people. You have more views than like John Garvin and and other people like combined oh my god which is funny I'm that's like, awesome yeah. thank you guys for the support thank you so much continue to support us please listen to podcast beyond every thursday but personally i'd really like it if you went to ign.com it pays the bills it keeps the lights on podcast beyond isn't our job ign.com is go there read our reviews and interviews leave comments about how mean we are also follow us on twitter uh ign is ign colin is no taxation i'm game over greggy you can find me on facebook at game over greggy as well Colin doesn't do Facebook anymore, I don't think. Uh, I do I do Facebook. But you don't want to like have fans doing it with you? No, it's fine. I mean, if okay. they want to add me on Facebook, they can. All right. I usually just post stupid shit and talk to my sisters. Oh, okay. Cute. Um, Ryan's Pwom Cider. Go ahead and send him Twitter messages saying that he should have been on the show. But don't really, because Ryan did the one thing I never do. Remember, whenever Ryan's on here, I never do the song. Uh, Ryan knew that I'd do that, so he kind of like pinned the note to my, like, you know, like he's my mom. To your chest. Yeah, pinning lunch money to my chest. So Ryan gave us this email. This one comes from Michael O'Hare. Beyond! Here's a song called Neme no Yute. What Ryan? Why did you pick this song? Uh, it's something. I it, wonder why. It's something goofy. That's <laughs> a, <laughs> it's from his second album. My music is available at Eden Music with a K. Dot Bandcamp. Dot com. And I'd appreciate being hit of the week. He is Foxy ninety two. F O X X I E ninety two. Keep up the great work, Beyond. Michael O'Hare. Congratulations on being hit of the weekend, song of the week, and all that jazz. Clements, thanks for pl- picking it. Remember, go get this song off of Eden Music with a K at, or I'm sorry, EdenMusic.bandcamp.com. Jesus Christ, Greg. <laughs> Just fucking go to it's bed. It's been a long GDC, go dude. It's been a long GDC week. Now you're saying that. Do people know the joke about when you when you wrap things up before it's actually over and at E3 and GDC, and you're like, well, it's been a oh, good week. I don't know if anybody does know that joke. So here's a good here's a good inside baseball tip for you for about IGN. So I started this this past year at E3, 
But what I did is the first night at E3, we had to go meet in the war room. So we're all, we all get there, and we're all just typing on our computers waiting for this meeting to start. And I just turn around, and I slap Clements on the back, and I'm like, it's been a great show. It's hard to believe E3 is almost over. So now every time there's some kind of show, I do that at the, on the first day. And I do it up until the point where it's like actually ending. And then you don't say it anymore. And then I don't say it anymore. Because everyone's too tired. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it, like today, uh, it was yesterday that I was in hysterics when I was putting koalas all over Charles on yet's life, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you realize yet either. I hope not. I hope those are forever. That's all right. But anyways, next week will be better. Hopefully, next week we'll be back on track. I'm so tired. Oh my god, I almost forgot. Oh, next week, ladies and gentlemen, podcast beyond 231. The prodigal son returns. The prodigal father, I guess. Jeremy Dunham. A founding member of Podcast Beyond returns to the show. Podcast to talk. Beyond member zero. Yeah, talks about Unit 13, the, sh- the game he wrote for Zipper Interactive. Jeremy Dunham returning, Nostradamus, 231. Two, oh, man, that's a big episode. Look at that. We got, we got the Zipper, the Zip, the old Zip Dunham, mm-hmm. Dunham the Zip. And, <laughs> and then we got Jesus, two, te- two tester interviews. It's going to be off yeah, the cheesy you. for heasy. I'm excited. So it'll be all Unit 13 all the time. Yeah, so send, send in, in questions. Send your mad yeah. questions, too. <laughs> Yeah, send in uh, Mag and Unit 13 and so come questions for Jeremy Dunham. And I, I got to play Unit 13 this week so I can talk about it. All right, send it to beyond.ign.com. Enjoy this song from a guy I'd already forgotten about. Beyond. Beyond.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.